All right, thanks so much for being with us. Yes, it's nice to kick off baseball this week. Brought to you by Dean's Bulk Service. Big enough to serve you, small enough to know you. And Corey Provis is with us again to kick off the 2019 campaign down in Fort Myers, Florida, which is uh, pretty good timing for you, Corey. Yeah, you know, I I live in Minneapolis year-round, Derek, and it's been rough. And, look, I went to college in Syracuse, and I I will, will... stick with my statement that I saw more snow there than I think I'll ever see in my life. And I'm sticking with that, even though the month of February did uh, present maybe something comparable, but man, just kind of a rough, raw winter. So to get out and get down to uh, Florida and get going with some baseball, I think was, uh, was just what the body needed to mind. I think needed. Yeah. Over the week, we talked with a lot of people within the twin staff. They still feel pretty confident that March 28th, they'll be able to clear all the snow off. It's hard to believe that with two storms maybe coming in, but the technology at Target Field is pretty second to none. Yeah. I, I, I'm not worried at all about the field. I think the field will be fine. I mean, that's all heated and you know, Larry DeVito is as good as they get in the game and he's got just an awesome staff. So I, I, I have no concerns about the field. Now the seats is a different question. Uh, I know there was a there was a scene that played out at the ballpark last year before the home opener, and comparably there was uh, there was some snow that had to be removed. They had all hands on deck. They had anybody that worked in the front office or an intern, uh, even you know Dave St. Peter. I mean, all these people, Derek Falvey, Thad Levine, they all put their boots on and they were shoveling and you know melting snow and getting snow out of the aisles and the seats uh, to make that happen. And it wouldn't shock me to see a similar effort uh, needed to, to necessitate all that to, to clear up what they can to get the seating areas ready for uh, the home opener and the regular season opener a few weeks away. Uh, they won't have that problem down to Fort Myers. And no doubt, I think the biggest storyline right now is the hot start that Byron Buxton is having. And I think a lot of people look to you know, see him get that in 2017 where the team had success, but he had a little bit of a slower start. They started him at leadoff, but it's nice to see that he's out to a pretty good start here this March. Yeah, he's looked great. And, uh, you know, I, I kept hearing about and reading about the, the 20 pounds and 21 pounds of weight that he added. And then when I saw him and I said, oh, yeah, this, this is legit. I mean, he legit looks stronger. And for a guy that was in impeccable shape before, he looks even better now. And you know, I, I just I, I root for him to do well, not because uh, you know I want the, tw- the, the team to play well and the Twins to do well, but I want him to do well. He deserves it. He's a great guy. He's still so young and still just has immense talent, and he's somebody that I think everybody in Twins territory is rooting for because of the kind of person that he is. He's incredibly humble, and uh, yeah, he's off to a terrific start so far in his Great Blue League games down here. Now, that's the uh, good news. The bad news is, man, his kind of counterpart that people link him with uh, so many times is the other up-and-coming guy, and that was always Miguel Snow. That guy just can't catch a break, though. Yeah, and this time, what are you going to do? I mean, this is not one that you can do much about. And, you know, I I haven't seen him yet because he was up. But when I got down here, I think he was up in Minnesota getting that heel looked at and examined it at Mayo before he had the procedure done earlier in the week. Uh, But everybody said he looked great. And uh, it's a shame, and because he was he was primed to maybe start proving some people wrong, and is it a make or break year for him and Buxton? I'm not saying it's that severe just yet, because they both still have options. Uh, but they're at the point now, and he'd like to see some significant strides forward. And, and Byron's going to get that chance a lot sooner than, than Miguel will. It looks like that Miguel, uh, the soonest we see him. Uh, would be around May. So that's uh, that, that puts a dent in some things, but at the same time, 
you know, if they didn't sign Marvin Gonzalez, Derek, this would probably be a much bigger problem than uh, than it is right now with the addition of Marwin. That's a very good point. And, uh, you know, what's disappointing about it is when they signed uh, Nelson Cruz, when they signed C.J. Crone, and then you think about Snow in there, and like you said, Gonzalez and all that. I mean, man, I'm kind of salivating at this lineup a little bit. I, I felt that way during the Twins' winter caravan when they were going through it. Yeah, that's the strength of the team. The, the lineup is, I, I think, the, the strength of this team and the reason why this team will contend and why it won't. Uh, I just think it's a really it's a really good team that may not lie you with on base percentage. I think they're going to strike out a ton, but that's not an uncommon of the game today. But they, they, this is a team that should score runs and hit for power, and they're not going to rely on just one or two guys to do it. There, there should be legit power potential up and down this lineup. And what's been interesting that Rocco, what he's done so far is how he's hit Kepler in the leadoff spot. Polanco's been there a little bit. Uh, something we didn't see Max do too often in previous years, but something that's been somewhat of a constant when Kepler's been in the lineup. If there's been a righty on the mound, even a lefty. Uh, that was the case against Tampa Bay earlier in the week. They started a lefty, and Kepler was in that number one spot and, and did pretty well. Uh, I, I really like the lineup. I think that that's the strength of this team. Even without Miguel Sano, there's still some capable bats that can that can hit the ball in the seats. And uh, I, I'm with you that I think this could be a scary, scary part of this team this season. When we come back here on baseball this week, we'll talk about the pitching and the defensive side of the uh, baseball equation for the Twins. This is baseball this week, brought to you by Dean's Bulk Service. Welcome back to Baseball This Week, brought to you by Dean's Bulk Service. Check them out online at dbsoil.com. Let's wrap up here talking about the other side of things, and that's the pitching staff. And it was announced that Jose Brios is the opening day starter. What do you think of this pitching staff going into the 2019 season? Well, I think Barrios would have gotten the honor last year, Derek, if not for Puerto Rico. Uh, yeah. The way that it was lined up last year, that if Barrios pitched opening day, in Baltimore, then he wouldn't have lined up to pitch in any of those two games in San Juan. And that was that was a big deal. So that's why Barrios went, I think, in game three of that opening series in Baltimore. And so, you know, he was he was poised to have it last year and didn't happen because of the schedule. And no surprise, he's going to get that honor. And I would think against Corey Kluber, uh, you know, game one of the season at Target Field on the 28th. Happy for him. You know, Kyle Gibson, he's down a lot of weight. He's still down about 15, 20 pounds from the E. coli. Uh, that he dealt with uh, back in January, and that stems from something he was doing uh, out of the goodness of his heart. And if you if you know Kyle, it's not a big surprise. He and some teammates, both current teammates and past teammates, went down uh, to the Dominican and also down to Haiti to help out some uh, some folks who really needed some kids, uh, some families who just need desperate desperate help in so many ways. So he was a part of that. And I think that's where he got sick, and so he's still down some weight. So. Watching him kind of build up and get his strength back. Jake Odorizzi looked really good the other day. Michael Pineda looks good. Uh, and then Martin Perez is the guy that everybody's been so impressed with. His fastball was hitting 95 up to 97 in his last start. So, you know, we saw the Twins incorporate the opener uh, quite a bit the second half of last season. I, I think that'll happen at some point this season, but I don't think they'll start out of the gate with that plan. I think they have five starters that they're going to use, and then as performance and injury you know, factor in, then you may see the opener employed maybe once, maybe multiple times, but that's only if you have to fill the void from the, the five guys that are going to be slotted in the start of the season, the rotation. Well, it's going to be interesting, that is for sure. Corey, always, I mean, I, I say this as a compliment, as a, a person who's grown up as a Twins fan, whether it be Herb Carneal and to John Gordon, now to you to – it may be snowstorming, but hearing you on spring training baseball on Dan Gladden, it, I know that spring is near. And certainly it's a lot of fun. When I hear your voice, I know that it's coming. So I can't wait for it again coming up this weekend. 
Well, thanks, Derek. I know it's going to be a rough uh, weekend weather-wise that a lot of snow is coming again, and hopefully just the the sound of the bat hitting the ball and and baseball on the radio provides just some glimmer of hope that uh, sunshine and warm weather is not too far away. You bet. Thank you so much, Corey. Take care. All right, Derek. Thanks. You bet. Corey Provis with us, the voice of the Minnesota Twins for baseball this week on the Mighty 790 KFGO, brought to you by Dean's Bulk Service, big enough to serve you, small enough to know you.